welcome, welcome everyone this afternoon, KZ Radio TV. I am your host, Montana Moore. Um, with Blot Incorporated Building Business Leaders of Tomorrow Today. I am here with your co-host, Vernon Tyus. Hi, y'all. Business, business environment, our business network, Blot members. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Good afternoon. Uh, we're going to introduce to you a lot of resources, real estate resources today. We do have a visitor, uh, Marvin Spates. Marvin Spates, say hello to our audience. Hello, everybody. Future real estate investors of Cleveland. Okay. Okay. Now, my uh, Montana, we got some updates from last week. Updates from last week. Okay, so the black classes are going. Okay, well, let me start back. Let me back. Eh, 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 backtrack. All right, so black building business leaders up tomorrow today. Um, classes started three weeks ago. They are in their third week. That um, third week, everybody became nonprofit. Eee! So, um, Pretty much that class is going on. The next classes are starting September the 16th. That's only on a Monday. Monday from 6 to 9. So if you want to register for those classes, it's 216-815-7300. Monday classes are starting September the 16th. Can you check that date for me, please, and make sure it's a Monday? I'll check it out. So right. September 16th, um, lose my voice, uh, Monday, 6 to 9. Real estate investing has been going on for, this is the third week of the training. And then we're going into, um, I think, field trips for the real estate, field right? Field trips, Okay. Yeah. So pretty much the real estate has been popping, booming, popping. You've been learning everything as far as, you know, becoming a, a real estate investor, becoming a realtor, becoming a buy and flip, whole nonprofit real estate, things like that. So it'll be going on again tonight at 6 o'clock. So if you want to stop by, the address is 503 East 200th Street, and that's in Euclid, Ohio. So our, not, our um, real estate class is tonight at 6 p.m. So today we have the roundtable. We're going to be talking about real estate, and always at the last Wednesday of the month is the real estate roundtable. So take it away, real estate guys. Well, let's not talk about real estate first. Let's oh, talk okay. about... Let's talk about some of the things that happened last week, really happened last week. Marvin, how did you like yeah. last week's class? Last, last week's class was exciting. Um, Carlos, he brought the, brought the heat. He brought the information brought the when we start talking about wholesaling, which is something that I'm pretty sure some somebody, if not everybody in Cleveland, may have heard something about. Hey, you know what? I talked to Carlos, man. Let's, let's, let's do this right because I don't want to make the same mistake he did. Uh, last week, the class was taught by Carlos Lewis and his teammate Dominique Dominique, Dominique. Gambrell mm -hmm. okay. all right? and they brought the fire I'm talking yeah. about they had everybody nobody wanted to leave everybody wanted to chill around it was exciting networking right. and this is one of the things that I want the audience to get out of this when you come to our real estate investment class we don't have one philosophy we have a bundle of philosophies that's coming from seven different instructors that see it seven different ways and everybody there's just networking and sharing information so look if even if you didn't set up yourself to come to the class on the first day drop through get a feel for the environment pass out some business cards get some business cards get to know the instructors because every last one of them will be there tonight okay all right that's right that's right now uh what we're going to move on to is this let's talk about this real estate market what's mm -hmm. going on tonight that's the real estate class What's what are they teaching tonight? <laughs> let's let's what? talk let's let's talk about this real estate market. Okay, let's talk about the real estate market. <laughs> okay, um, 
I don't know if a lot of people know, are aware of it, especially those who are becoming new investors and getting getting involved in real estate in Cleveland. But I would consider Cleveland to be a key market for a lot of out of town investors. Um, anything in the Midwest is kind of a key market for out of town investors. One one reason being uh, these people they come from the West Coast. Some people come from other countries where they can only make a certain return on their money. Well. In a market such as, let's say, on the West Coast, where the property value is higher, where the minimum cost for a property is two hundred thousand, that same two hundred thousand here in Cleveland can buy you maybe five to ten properties, and that type of return you can get is somewhere around. We're not gonna get into the ideal return, but on average, somewhere around maybe ten to fifteen percent on a real estate investment. So you you see people flocking here to use the money that they have that they make in other markets and bring that money here to kind of get another return on it in real estate wow. wow now i know a week and a half ago they had the uh the auction um and i know a couple of my investors are calling me and say look i see all the investors from out of town are here we got to get out here and get some of our own properties because we're not investing in our own city and everybody else is how do you feel about the auction i feel like um with the auction is good you need to be informed you need to to investigate Prior to going down there, um, you need to go through the neighborhoods and look and see what's for sale because you, you may be able to come up on a property for pennies on a dollar that can turn around and be a good investment for you. And that's what we teach in the class. We teach you how to be able to pinpoint what's going to be a good deal. Mm -hmm. and, 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 and that's key when you start getting into real estate because you don't want to get something in the area that's going to maybe cost you more money or cost you to take a loss. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm going to pass this one over to Montana because yesterday her and I had a conversation about what should be the first move with buying real estate. Should it be you buying your first home or should it be <laughs> you buying a two-family or, you know, what, what should be your best move? I know you and I had talks about this mm -hmm. all the time. And it, can, it depends on the situation, mm -hmm. but I'm going to let her ask you. Yeah. What should be my first move? Buying my own house or <laughs> buying like a income property or maybe both? Okay, so I'm <laughs> gonna throw a loop, throw y'all for a loop right quick. Okay. I'm gonna say neither. Neither, okay. Yeah, the first thing you need to do if you want to invest in real estate or anything at all is you need to do like a financial wellness check. You okay. need to understand your finances and your income. You need to understand your credit, and you need to also. Um, Talk to somebody, a professional, financial professional that can help you understand your finances. And then that way, from there, you can be able to pinpoint what's going to be your next real estate move. Because no matter what routes you decide to take in real estate, whether it's multifamily, buying your first your home, all of those factors come into play when it talks about your finances, mm -hmm. credit, income, debt, all those things you need to understand before you buy a house. All right. So, say for instance, I um took the block class and they showed me how to get those okay. together. Why is my hair? Okay, hold on, y'all. Okay, got it. <laughs> y'all, this is live. This is live. This is not scripted. So don't even play. No. Anyway, so say I got that together. Went to the block program. Got myself together. I'm in the real estate program in in the class. Mm -hmm. So if I'm in the class, I'm thinking about hey, I want to um buy some real estate but I'm kind of unsure if I want to get group homes established do I want to become a renter do I want to become um, just you know just own a home that's it if I'm in the block class and I'm and I'm just starting out and I 
went through the whole financial piece and now I know what I can do. Um, and let's say I'm paying rent. I'm, the first thing I'm going to do is look at what can I do as far as buying a house for myself. Okay. And then on top of that, I'm going to look also look at what can I do to free up or create some more income for myself at the same time. So mm-hmm. if, if I don't have a desire or need to maybe have a single family home, I'm gonna look in, look into that multifamily strategy where right. okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna live in one unit and rent out the other. Okay. Sounds good to me. Okay. Right. Now I'ma just let the public know this. And I'm gonna give I'm gonna give Marvin a, a small bio. Is that cool Marvin? That's fine. Alright, it's gonna be my way. You, yeah. Go ahead, I'm okay. All right. you, you, yeah. Okay, you secure yeah, I'm that. I'm used to getting thrown under the bus by you. It's all right. Uh-uh. <laughs> all right. So for the audience that don't know Marvin, Marvin been here once before, right? Just mm-hmm. one time? Mm-hmm. Okay. Marvin has been with uh, the organization from the start, from the beginning. And I met Marvin in our financial professional program where we do financial planning. And what I like about Marvin is that he has a very extensive history with dealing with real estate. And he understands how real estate can enhance somebody's financial uh uh, portfolio when we start talking about assets when we start talking about annuities stocks bonds and he also validates real estate for being part of that correct that's correct all right so with that marvin you tell me what got you into real estate <laughs> um it, it was a combination of uh my father and uh one of my cousins i i, I just i didn't at the time i was just trying to make some extra money and uh, I was working. My cousin said, hey, you want to make some extra money? Come on. So I actually got started in real estate by cleaning and painting houses. And from that, I started to latch on to the business model and, and just trying to figure out what they were doing. The other, other, way, I got in, other reason I got, way I got into real estate was I wor- used to work at a bank. And at the time, it was before subprime, uh, before the market, real estate market crash. And... I seen so many people coming in from title companies, real estate companies, all this, all these different transactions was going on, and uh, so I started to ask the people, the customers in the bank, and they was like, "Well, I do real estate, I rehab houses, I flip houses." So between uh, my father giving me a house, working for my cousin, and working in the bank, those three things all happened at the same time to kind of mold my start in real estate. Sure. Okay, now here's the next question. We, we go, it's gonna bring that. Uh, we're gonna bring that to the day. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's. All right. Now today you're working with a bunch of real estate investors, mm-hmm. out of town real estate investors. Mm-hmm. I know it's because you bring them to me. We do their financial plan, and then and them boys got a lot of money. Right. right. Okay. How were they making that money? But I'm giving up all the nuggets. Mm-hmm. How are they making that money? And how are you eating off of that too? How can someone eat off of some real estate investors like that? A couple of different ways. Um, the ability to locate good deals. So something like what Carlos was talking about in the wholesale class. Being able to understand the market, being able to locate people who have houses for sale, whether on the market or off the market. Um, a lot of the deals I find are off the market. People say, well, what's the difference? On the market is a house that's on the MLS that's usually listed with a realtor. Off the market is your uncle may be selling a house or your friend may be selling some, selling a house or you may know somebody selling a house that has not listed with a realtor. And they may be just trying to sell it. 
you can sell houses without putting them on the market. And so I just have a network of people that provide those off-market deals. The other way that I generate income working with these investors is by being a general contractor. So I've been a general contractor for, I don't know how many years, 10 years now, something like that. And so a lot of the projects that I go inside of, I already know off top that they need repairs. Mm -hmm. so, I, so not only can I analyze the deal, I know how much it's gonna cost to fix it, which is two strong things, strong points to have. Okay, all right, very good. Now, I know because I'm a recipient of real estate investment, mm -hmm. you know. Um, my dad was a real estate, is a real estate investor, okay. Um, I never rented in my life. He taught me how to buy property. So my first property was a two-family. We lived in it. And uh, essentially, um, my tenant paid my mortgage, mm -hmm. right? And then from that, we bought commercial, right? Okay. So we understand that buying holding can also be effective in somebody's, somebody's portfolio. But how do you feel about that when you include that into, like, retirement? Well, buying holding is something that I've recently just got into it over the last few years just okay. working with you okay um i've always been a, a flipper by passion but um buying a holding is is one of those um things that it takes you know a few years to build but it, when you look at the long-term uh returns and and income from what you can do with those properties you know somebody that's let's say 30 or 40 years old and they retire, they're retiring at 55, 60 and over the course they may buy 10 to 15 properties over that time. If you add up the income that you can make from those properties, it provides another stream of income, which is which is very key nowadays. Yeah, most definitely. Um, it's one of the things that I noticed that in uh, 2008, 2009, 10 and 11, it just, it just resonated all the way over there when the market crashed is that you know, you had every Ford worker. When I looked at my book of business, we had Ford workers, GM workers, mm -hmm. uh, LTV Steel, and now they were uh, at jeopardy of losing their pension plan, 401ks wasn't looking good anymore, and plus, on top of that, some of them were losing their jobs, mm -hmm. right, or being laid off. So immediately, one of the things that they veered off to doing was buying property, real estate, because they were scared. Right. So, right now, what people told us, ever since 2008, they said that, well, the real estate market is risky, right? But it's funny how people, when the market got risky, the stock market got risky, people went to go buy a property, and it was steady income. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. what, what's your outtake on that? Um, I, feel like, I feel like this. People are always going to need somewhere to live. And no matter what the market, market does, good or bad, if, you, if you're able to buy two or three properties and generate you know uh, a month maybe two or three thousand dollars that's another twenty four to thirty six thousand dollars a year in income just gross we, we, we're just speaking numbers but so to, to have that ability to be, in, put, be able to put yourself in a position to generate that type of income I think is very important it's very key that people entertain the idea of, of if not owning you know, a portfolio, maybe two or three properties and just seeing how it can change their income situation. Okay. Uh, what do you think is hurting the real estate market today? Um, overpriced properties. Um, people, uh, just, just, just the way the market is growing, 
and maybe you got a lot of inexperienced people getting into real estate that maybe don't have the right guidance. Um, but a lot of it is just the real estate market is like any other market. It has its ups and it has its downs. So the the, the biggest thing you need to know is when to get in. Mm -hmm. Now, Montana, let me ask you a question. Yeah. Where would you like to be at as a real estate investor? As a real estate investor, uh, maybe having 20 properties, uh, a couple of businesses. Uh, what, why, I feel your eyes on me. <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe live on the east side and then the south side of town have a secret hideaway uh, condominium and uh, pretty much that's about it I think that's what that's how I tied up so you can handle all those properties yeah yeah okay all right I can handle so, it it's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of work yeah we never thought my tenor would be a real estate investor so the reason why I asked <laughs> is because real estate investing is a lot of times that what they taught us, especially with me being in the financial world, when I was at the firm, if we had a real estate investor that came in, that was non-traditional income to them or a non-traditional asset. And here it is that I grew up on real estate, which was, seemed to be traditional for me, but then when I become a financial advisor, it's not traditional anymore. you know. And a lot of my constituents didn't believe that it was a real asset class. It was, but it's not something that they were interested in talking about or analyzing. But here it is, they I just shared my skin. Real estate then sent me to college. Real estate then paid for my kids to go to school, right? Then paid for my businesses. And then I get somebody to shift my thinking to thinking that look, mm -hmm. let's ignore all the real estate investors. Mm -hmm. Right? Everybody should be thinking about owning some real estate. Yeah. Right. Even Montana. Yeah. You see, yeah. she wouldn't think about no real estate a couple years ago, but no, now she's she thinking about owning she 20 properties. Right. Oh, man. <laughs> you know, so um, everybody should be thinking about owning some real estate. When you look at a Fortune 100 company, mm -hmm. they own real estate, right? Mm -hmm. They right. use it for leverage, right? Yep. They it use sure it for is. income. Mm -hmm. If you want to start a business, I started my first business with buying the building and the building finance the business mm -hmm. and it secured the business because whenever the business didn't cash flow the rent came in and it leveled me out so everybody should have some type of um, real estate or ownership in some type of real estate in their life right. that makes sense that yeah. makes sense yeah, it does. Yeah, it okay does. Um, and if you need this education it's not it's not formal education now you're not gonna get a certificate where you're gonna get out and you're gonna become a realtor but it's good education where you can actually get out here and put your feet on the ground and start investigating buying real estate we got people in here that never thought about owning a house they did their first flip in one year yeah and I'm not talking about one of those little small flips either no. right yeah it was a luxury flip yeah total rehab and and who helped her out with that Marvin I, I did. did. We did. <laughs> <Lock in. laughs> we, we got did. we got two eyes, three eyes going on. I guess they all equate to we, right? <laughs> I ain't gonna say I, but we gonna say we. <laughs> okay, but yeah, she um that young lady. I mean, kudos to her. We're not gonna mention her name because we don't want you to know how much money she's gonna be making out here. But she did a very good. She had a very very good plan. Very good mentor. Uh, she came through our organization at Block. Uh, Marvin was hands-on with her as far as the advice goes. She took Marvin's advice. And we not, it's not going to be easy-peasy the whole way. 
And it's going to be some times where you want to give up, but at the end of the day, you're going to be proud of what you did, and you're going to appreciate that money, most important, right? Yeah. Right, yeah. right. Yeah, it's, it's definitely um, a lot of work. And if, if you don't, if it's something that you're on the fence about, then just keep investigating until you're really excited about doing it because you have to have that determination and that passion for it to see and see it for yourself in order to be successful at it. Very good. Now, um, last week, I know I mentioned that we had the auction. Man, you know I had one of my clients, man, the millionaire client. Mm -hmm. Soon as she found out it was an auction, we sitting out here in the car, she want to go look at properties. Now I'm your financial advisor. I'm not your <laughs> chauffeur. We are going looking at houses while we got another partner in the auction making the bids. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. for those of you who didn't get a chance to take advantage of that auction, keep your eyes open for the next auction. We probably won't see one for about, what, another six months to a year? Yeah, that was the tax auction. Now, they do the sheriff's auction every, every Monday at 9 a.m. 9 a.m.? Yeah. So what do they need to do to prepare for something like that? Um, you can go online and, and look up uh, Sheriff's, Sheriff's Sale, Cuyahoga County Sheriff's Sale, and um, they'll give you the information of or the link. You should be able to go to the website, get the link, and get to the right place to see when the auction is. The auction is held downtown at the Justice Center at 9 a.m. Uh, I, I invite anybody to go down there and just sit and just experience how quickly millions of dollars can get exchanged between hands and, right. and, and how much real estate is actually getting bought and sold in Cleveland. Mm -hmm, yeah. mm -hmm. Now, I was on the phone with uh, one of my partners and client. He's uh, one of my best clients, Demetrius Hooks. Uh, most people know him as D Hooks out there, and he got into um, real estate probably about, about almost 10 years ago, all right? And uh, it took me a minute to talk to him about getting into real estate. He had every resource that you could think of to get into this. But now nah, this dude is just the coldest at going out, vetting the property, rehabbing it. He make me want to move in one of them properties, right, right? right? And his whole goal is to use it as a retirement plan. Mm -hmm. So shout out to D Hooks. Hey, man, uh, I like what you're doing. Great job. You got a lot of people looking at you, man. You inspire a lot of people. Keep on doing your thing. Um, and one day we're going to get you here on this class, in the class, and on this radio show so you can tell people how you do it. But everybody got a different philosophy, yeah. and there's no wrong way to do it. That's, that's the great thing about it. You can put your own spin on your own real estate business and venture, and that's mm -hmm. what I like because you, it's so many different ways that you can be successful at it, and there's so many different people that say, hey, I do it this way, and you can be rubbing shoulders with millionaires and y'all doing the same thing, but y'all all got your own lane that y'all in. Okay. Absolutely. Now, we're getting close to running out of time, but there's a couple things I do want to touch on. Now, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, a lot of people, they shy away from getting the financing when it comes down to rehabbing these properties. Okay, so when they look at, um, and this is your area right here, all right? This is a plug for you, so mm -hmm. I want you to give them all your information in the middle okay. of giving this this, these little nuggets okay. um, But when it comes down to financing People shy away from the private money lending mm -hmm. Is private money lending bad Or is it that much different From the bank um, it's, not, it's not good or bad It's just most people give it a, a, a bad rap Because maybe they don't understand What the philosophy is behind it The philosophy, philosophy behind private money lending Is You need some money to buy real estate And you may only have a small portion of that money 
and you really feel good about this deal. What private money is, you can bring a private person in, whether it be a bank acting as a private lender or a partner or a family member. Somebody else that comes in, is that's, that's private money. And together as a partnership and the understanding of the deal being a good deal, that's what makes private money good to use. Okay. Okay. Now, how many private money lenders do you think that are out there in the industry right now that they can choose from? And the very ones. Thousands. 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 You want to deal with one um, that's preferably local that knows the market because you'll find yourself spending a um, a lot of money just in loans and fees trying to get somebody to do a deal in a city that they may not be familiar with. So you need somebody that's a go-between that works in the area like a broker myself um, that can show you and guide you what loans you need to utilize in the area okay well we run out of time and it, this is what I want to do before okay we close up all right um, tell everybody where they can find you when it come down to hard money deals okay and include the class too okay so you can you can reach me at by phone at 440-804-5853 um, I'm also on Instagram. You can send me a, a direct message at G-Y-H-O-N-K-I-R, and you can contact me through Blot. My tenant, the Blot number is? 216-815-7300. Also, I think we're going to be at the, um, the Chamber of Urban Business tonight at 4 o'clock. Um, if you want to meet us down there, it's 8555 Huff. Uh, Avenue in Cleveland, Ohio. So if you are in the neighborhood and you're watching this, um, go to the Multiplex Center, 8555 Hub. Me and Vernon is going to be there tonight at 4. Then we're going to be heading over to the Blot office to do real estate training. So Now, just because you haven't signed up for the real estate class, it's going to be ample opportunity for networking. So please just come on through, pass out your business cards, get some business cards, learn how to invest, invest in some real estate, and look, just sign up for the next class. They will have the opportunity to sign up for the next class when they're there, right? Yeah, next class starts in October. All right. <laughs> right. Okay. So, uh, let's talk more about that money, man. Can you give me some money? Yeah, I got, a couple, I got a couple people that can help you out. I got some money sitting <laughs> in an account. But I don't want to use all my money. But yeah, that's, that's, the, that's the name of the game. That's the name of the game? OPM, other people's money. Other people's yeah, money. You Use as little as your money as possible. Oh man! Okay, Montana, we got people like that. How many people in our class be using that other people money? Uh, we got quite about yeah, quite a few, about twenty people right now. Yeah, okay. so, and then we got some people that that don't understand the concept yet, but we gonna teach we gonna them. Teach them. Yeah, we gonna teach them. Montana, how you feel about us teaching our people that other people I money? I think I need to use other people's money <laughs> right about now. <laughs> so look, this I've is made a few calls and I'm still waiting for an answer. Okay. <laughs> So here it is, y'all. It's block. We get ready to shut down. And if you if you need that other people money, you come to the block class. My tell what's the number again? Uh, the number is 216-815-7300. And we go we're gonna show you how to get that other people's money. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, we're gonna have that business class. You call that number again. Yeah, call that number that I just said. <laughs> <laughs> All right. My name is Vern Tyus. This is Montana, Montana Moore. Woo -woo. And that's Marvin Space. And we out. Peace. All right.